Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution, and it is, <laughs> we're doing it again. We've got with us uh, the beloved Panash Desai. Panash, how are you? I'm good, brother. It's always great to be with you. Um, I love my time with you, so I can't tell you how excited I am to be able to do this again with you. Uh, it is such a blessing and such a treat for not just myself, but the Inspired Evolution Tribe. Everyone listening in, we absolutely adored your last time here with us. And just to have you here again is, is just such a treat. For those that are tuning in for the first time, let me do a little bit of spinning of the cogs. I highly recommend you go check out the first episode. Um, but just to do a quick little synopsis, Panash, if you haven't heard, uh, he's an international best-selling author and he's a renowned spiritual teacher. And the thing that personally speaks to me the most is how he brings like these ancient, ancient wisdom philosophies, but he really anchors them into metaphors, stories that are, they're actually more than present for us in the, in the day to day here and now he actually makes them super, super, super relevant. I love the fresh take he has on everything that, you know, can serve us and how that helps us release, release basically our inner power, our spiritual power, um, our potential, and then just the, the limitless field of possibility that we have within us. It is such a treat to have you here today. Thank you, bro. It's a wonderful intro, and it's a pleasure as always to be with you in this incredible community. So what are you up to? Whereabouts in the world are you at the moment? I'm in Naples right now. Uh, we're about, I think, eight days away from You Are Enough hitting the shelves. And um, as someone who's creative and somebody who allows the universe to move through them and uh, inspire others it's there's nothing more fulfilling uh than allowing this body of work to finally be consumed and to be read and to be integrated and accessed and so i am just delighted 
It's such an incredible book. I love when we were on last time, you were talking about how exciting it would be just for, you know, just to have a calling card in every place that is just available around the world where, you know, people are walking through airports, people are walking through libraries. And there's just this book that just, it's just communicating to you just from the front cover. Hey, you are enough. What inspired you to write this? You know, I feel like uh, we're living in a, a situation right now where um, we really need to get this and we need to get it on lots of different levels. You know, people are really suffering and they're suffering because they don't feel like they are enough. They're, they're suffering because they feel like something's missing inside of them or that they're broken or that they're a mistake in some way. And I just want people to know that it's not about what's going on outside of you. It's about how you feel about yourself. And until you feel that you're enough in who you are, all of these other things that you're doing can't bear fruit in your life because you're not open to receiving them. And so in working with people now from all over the world, I could begin to see very clearly that there was one common lie that everyone had bought into that was keeping them in separation, that was keeping them in lack, that was keeping them in fear. And that lie was that they weren't enough. And in some way that they were trying to compensate for the presence of this lie. And so in allowing this kind of information to flow through as it always does, it's kind of perfect because we're living in this really powerful decade, this window of time where we really have to get this truth. And so I'm deeply honored to just simply be the vessel through which this is coming through right now, just to remind people that, hey, you know what? You are enough and it's okay. And, and when you feel that way about yourself and you operate from that place, all of a sudden you can experience life in all of its fullness and receive everything that life has to offer you. The thing that comes up for me in and around that is obviously there's various different levels that you referred to. I think the key one that is most uh, most obvious for me is just the, and maybe everybody has different operating systems, but the challenge of filling up my life with just basic consumption. Um, you know, when I have that feeling of I am enough and there's that lack of the lack of a void inside, then I don't feel driven to consume the way that I do when I'm not centered, not grounded, um, not in that state of actually I've got this, you know, and it's interesting because yeah, like it seems to be that there are times in my life where I'm better at that. And there's times in life where I actually slip, you know, it's like, actually, now I've gone back into that. Oh, how wonderful it would be to have a nice guitar, you know, or how wonderful it would be to, you know, uh, invest in a new car, you know? And it's just like, what am I trying to plug there? And it's like, actually there comes in, you know, this whole intention around, perhaps it's the status quo or, you know, what is it that, um, yeah, that, you know, do you think that helps like us stay grounded in that awareness of uh, we are enough and what helps us maybe slip out of it? Or is it just something that we're consistently facing? I think, it, I think it ultimately depends on where we're operating from inside of ourselves. So for example, if I'm operating purely at the level of my identity or my self image, then at that point I have to consume and I have to participate in everything that's out there because my identity and my belonging depends on that. The, the blessing that we have in spirituality is that we understand that we're, we're beyond the body, we're beyond the mind, we're beyond our emotions and we're beyond this fabricated construct that we call an ego. You know, that who we really are is this essence and that this essence and this love and this authentic aspect of us is always available to us. So I think the reason why we vacillate between these two experiences is because we're vacillating from egoic identification to living in authentic alignment. 
And more and more, what I wanted to do in writing the book was provide people with different entry points into presence and authentic alignment. Because the more we live from that state of connection, the less we actually need. Mm. The more we live from that place of connection, the more we can begin to tap into the love that we've always wanted. Because guess where it is? It's inside of us. The more we tap into authentic alignment, the more our body can rege regenerate itself and heal itself. The more we tap into authentic alignment, the more we begin to find the true source of belonging, which is our own heart. And so really all I'm doing in the book is extending an invitation to people to say, hey, you know what? I understand that, that this is what we've been told and this is how we're meant to be living and it's all about more and production and more. However, just take a breath, just stop for one second and just be with me for one moment and just even consider the possibility that there's something deeper, there's a place within you that already is. And that when we can begin to align with that space inside of us, all of a sudden, we, we, we find a place of, of what, what I would like to call conscious consumption, right? Because then it's not, it's not unconscious, it's not trying to fill a void or trying to get something outside of us because we don't love ourselves or because we don't feel good in who we are internally. It's not that, right? But what it is, is getting to a place where it's like, okay, how is this serving me? And not only how is it serving me, but how is this made? You know, is this product, did this product come from harmony? You know, does it facilitate connection, right? Or does it facilitate separation? And so it's not that our consumption ends, it just evolves. You know, it, it's like um, when you're an adolescent, you know, you've got a different set of wants in your life. Right. And, 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 and there's a different driver, there's a different energy inside of you that's pushing you right, to go and actualize those wants. However, once you mature into the fullness of who you are, most of those drivers and those energies that were moving you when you're an adolescent are gone. You know? And then you're able to be more objective, you're able to be more peaceful, you're able to be connected. And that's what's happening spiritually, it's what's happening physically, it's what's happening emotionally, it's what's happening psychologically. Like as a species, we're maturing. And a part of this maturing is maturing into what's already present within. And so I'm, I'm so happy that, that you, you vacillate between the two because that just makes you human. And, <laughs> and, I, and I'm so happy that you're asking that question because that's a question that we all have inside of us. And so I just want you to know that that bouncing back and forth is a part of it. But eventually you'll realize that when you choose from this place of connection, and you choose from this place of authentic self, there's no pain, there's no, there's no dissonance, there's no chaos, there's no need. You're, you're really operating from a place of wholeness and, and fulfillment inside, and that's beautiful. And so uh, that's the, uh, the greater gift of the book and the greater gift of the message. Love that. I love that. Thank you so much for articulating that. And kind of what was precipitating for me as you were sharing that was the the dance between um, how do I describe this uh, duality and that whole you know oneness philosophy in terms of there are moments where I fleet between being one, being whole, being much more centered, as you mentioned, wholeness. I love the way you say that, and uh, and then also the the juxtaposition to dropping back into duality and being that you know, having that human aspect of then, but then also realizing that, you know, the consumption is there and, you know, part of that is ingrained, but then evolving 
our consumption to be conscious of see if it's actually facilitating connection and harmony and uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on connection and what it means to you imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with bowl and branches organic cotton sheets in a recent customer survey 96% replied that bowl and branch sheets get softer with every wash start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come try their sheets with a 30 night guarantee plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think that the essence of spirituality for me uh, is just connection. Like we, we just want to be connected. But we're mistakenly looking for connection outside of us mm. instead of trying to find that connection from within ourselves. Mm. And... What I've realized, bro, is that the more I get over being side, the more I get over the identity, the more I move beyond the fear, the insecurity, the more I embrace my humanity in its totality, right, and stop making a wrong, and the more I stop compartmentalizing life, the more love I feel, not just for myself, but for everyone. And that's really the entry point. The entry point is acceptance of self, realizing that, you know, we, we, we think the way we think, we feel the way we feel, we look the way we look you know, we're, we're going to do it in whatever way we're doing it. One minute we're going to be in oneness, the next minute we're going to be in duality, you know, the next minute we're going to be calm, the next minute we're going to be chaos personified, and it doesn't matter. All I want you to know, because you're beautiful, Amit, and all I want the people to know that are here is that no matter how you're experiencing life, you're loved. Mm. You are loved. And, and, and that there's nothing wrong with either experience that you're having. This is just an invitation to cultivate a level of awareness and curiosity as to what's possible for us beyond what we've been told. And, and especially as it relates to you, because you, know, you just are so service oriented and, and so kind in who you are. And, and I think sometimes, you know, we, we set up these prerequisites or these goals of how we think we need to be in order to be that way. And all of those prerequisites are false requirements. You know, the, the, the truth is that the essence of who we are is what's shining through. And the other thing that I've realized is that reality, no matter how we perceive it, is love. You know, no matter what anyone's doing and no matter how they're showing up, they're a part of this collective expression that we call humanity. And our singular role in all of that is to embrace it to the degree to which we can. Because embracing it to the degree to which we can outside of us is embracing it to the degree to which we can inside of mm. us. And at that point, all of a sudden, the lines start to blur. You know, like right now, like, there's really no difference between you and I, you know, we're the same, you know, it's like we're, we're having a conversation as, as two individuated aspects of consciousness, but really we're the same, like we're, we're the same, we're humans, we're the same, and there's no hierarchy, there's no getting somewhere, there's no attaining something, you know, this is just love speaking to love, mm. and, and, and love communicating love to love. 
And the more we get that that's what life is and that we don't have to get it right and that we don't have to be perfect and that we don't have to figure it out and we don't have to chase things and we don't have to pursue things, that actually in this moment, how we are is loved, all of a sudden we start to tap into peace inside. We start to tap into the most priceless thing of all, which is just this peace. And, and that peace is connection for me personally. It's the, when I'm, the more I'm feeling that peace in my heart, the more I know I'm connected to myself, the more I know I'm connected to nature, to you, to, to life, the more I'm able to be present. And, and again, that's not a goal and that's not a prerequisite or an outcome. This is just an observation from my own journey that I just so want to share with everybody because I think that we've so distanced ourselves from love and from enlightenment and from uh, all of these different things that we, that we don't need to do that anymore. You know, maybe just maybe if the, if the one takeaway that everybody has from this is that if they can come to understand and know that when they're feeling peaceful, they're experiencing their divinity, then that's everything. I love that. I love that. And to be honest, if uh, one of the biggest challenges I actually had was about uh, around peace, like actually dropping into that awareness of, you know, like, I think it just came with being an adolescent male to some degree, um, the whole concept of peace, but why, you know, it's like, yeah, peace, but it's a bit funny, daddy, <laughs> you know, it's just like, why would I collect into that? And then I, one of the things that really helped me on the journey was, um, uh, uh, a learning that was distilled into uh, peace is just happiness at rest. And I remember hearing that and going, oh, that, that just really brought home an argument for peace. Like that is, that is really powerful. I, um, I'd love to get to, to talk more about that inner peace um, from you because it seems it makes a lot of sense as we're articulating the whole the book is about accepting yourself and then how that can bring you into calming the inner, the inner nerves. But I think for those tuning in, like what did you see as being the challenges to like across the board for more and more people like not accepting themselves or like not feeling like they are enough? So, so the root cause of suffering uh, in people from all walks of life, all demographics, uh, all levels of education, nationalities, religious backgrounds, ideologies, was that they were on some level rejecting themselves mm. and rejecting aspects of their humanity. And, you know, I've said this all along, like our humanity is the doorway to our divinity mm. or to our personal power. And, and what we need to do is soften into experiencing our humanity. You know, and, and, and a great way to encapsulate this is to actually give you a, a description from the book itself, which is, you know, I'm a father of four and uh, more often than not, take kids to the park to play. And because uh, there's four of them, they have a lot of energy and it's a great way for them to burn off their energy and um, get them either hungry because they won't eat otherwise or get them tired and ready for bed. And so it's, it's very functional, right? In the context of parents and four kids go to the park. So... Um, what you see at the park is the following kind of parenting. Mm. Uh, you'll observe a mother who a child will fall over and scrape its knee or bang its head or something will happen because something will happen. Mm. And that mother will begin to berate the child. You're embarrassing me. Why are you crying? I didn't raise you to be soft. There's nothing wrong with you. You're always doing this, blah, 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 blah. And just further compound that initial trauma that that child is feeling. Why? Because that child wasn't met. The second version is a mother who gets down at the level of the child 
and says, okay, where does it hurt? I love you. Let me kiss it better. And just meets the need of that child in the midst of whatever that child is going through. And the reason why I'm sharing this with you is because we are that mother and we are that child, though. And, and, and this is what we have to get. In the moment when we are denying ourselves the, the love that we're asking for in that moment, that's the moment that we're compounding our suffering inside of ourselves. But what if, like, in that moment of duality that you experience, you could just say, you know what, wow, like, I'm like, you're a good dude. Like, this is, this is okay. Like, there's nothing, you're lovable. Like, there's nothing wrong with you. And you could meet yourself in that the outcome would be that you would then naturally default back to oneness and connection. And so we need to show up for ourselves in the most loving way possible, you know? And, and I have to tell you, like, that hasn't always been easy for me because mm. I felt like in some way, shape or form, I've had to play a role, you know, and had to show up a certain way or had to be the person that everybody comes to with their problems and with their issues, you know? And, and I very early on experienced how lonely that can be, how sad that is, uh, because people don't ever really meet you. They meet the role. They meet what you Your can do avatar. for them. Or, yeah. yeah, or they bring their expectations and they bring their projections that you can never fulfill with them. And then just as much as they want to be around you, they subsequently then have to invalidate you because they don't want to hear what you have to say, right? And very quickly, I realized that there was no belonging to be found through my role in the world. Uh, and, and actually, I realized that there's no need for the role at all, uh, that, that actually when I'm just being panache and I'm just being authentically who I am, all of who I am, the, 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 the totality of myself, the part that feels sad, the part that's insecure, the part that's faulty one and is evolving and, you know, the part that's a father that sometimes feels, feels overwhelmed, you know, the, the part that, uh, of me that still experiences information in the body, you know, and, and, you know, the, the part of me that, that is still developing and maturing as a part of the process of evolution that is life. Like the more I'm able to be that part of me, the more the love that I am is shared. Right. But, but, almost, but it's almost interesting because it's like being in the role or being in that position of sharing or being in that, that version of yourself that everybody wants you for, distances you from that love and from that connection and so for me my greatest journey has been you know what panache like you're enough like you don't have to be the guy who has this amazing energy and is able to write books and you know who was an oprah and you know who has all the answers like you don't have to be that guy like it's okay for you to just be who you are because you're enough and so i just want everyone to know that as much as i wrote the book for the world i wrote the book for myself because you know, I, at a very early age, exhausted every possibility that there was materially from a success standpoint. You know, my, my introduction into the mainstream media happened through Oprah Winfrey, you know, and, and there isn't really anywhere else to go beyond that. I mean, you're, you're starting at the pinnacle of, you know, an introduction into the world. I mean, it, it's, yeah. it was amazing. But you know what? At the time that it happened, I didn't feel like I was enough in myself. You know, I still had parts of myself that I had yet to embrace. I still had some maturing to do. I still had some growth to happen. And for me, that happened through almost losing my daughter. You know, so so Oprah happened in February of 2013. The book, the first book came out in April of 2014. And then we found out that my daughter Celeste, my second set of twins, 
was going to was was potentially not even going to make it through the pregnancy and even if she was that then she'd have to be in palliative care or receive very intensive medical intervention hmm. and in that moment bro like everything that i thought mattered and everything that i thought was important just went out the window i probably felt the most powerless i've ever felt in my whole life as a father so the, so the irony is that the person who everyone was coming to see and who and who could literally solve an issue for any person in the world in the context of his own daughter was brought to his knees in a state of absolute trust and surrender and powerlessness to the point where I just, I, there's nothing that I could do, but to let go fundamentally of her, of accepting her journey and of being willing to accept whatever the outcome of that journey was. And that's the only way that my suffering ended. But in that moment, I realized the futility of being Panash Desai and the role and all of these things, because it didn't matter. It, crisis doesn't discriminate you know it doesn't it doesn't matter who you are you're going to be touched by life and in that moment you're going to be shown what the truth is mm. and and as a result of her journey five open heart procedures flatlining for eight minutes on the, on the operating table you know going through everything with her right and then everything with jan everything with my mom and dad like my other kids you know i mean it's just really helped me reprioritize and refocus and really honestly it's allowed me to start living for what's important and what's real. Mm. And in that moment, finally, I could, I could be the vessel and vehicle through which this body of work could come into the world. So, you know, we're all gonna have moments of not deserving, moments of feeling like we're not getting it, we're not, we're not getting it fast enough, we're not getting it quickly enough, you know, but eventually what we have to get is that this is a process, this is a journey, and that you're loved through every stage of that journey. So please, as much as possible, be that second mother, be that second parent. And no matter what you're going through, just please embrace yourself because you deserve it. Like you're, you get up every day, you're trying so hard to be the best version of yourself. And I just want you to know that the best version of yourself isn't what's required. The version that you are now is the version that is loved. Please embrace that part of you. Please. You worth, you're worth it. You deserve it. You're enough. And that's, that's really the essence of it. Thank you so much for sharing that, brother. I think there's this really deep, um, well, I love your sharings. Thank you so much. And one of the deepest things that's been sitting for me um, for quite some time is, you know, I've often reframed this, what you've been sharing for myself. And I just want to re-anchor that in for those that are tuning in. I realized, you know, it's been a while that I've had, I've been sitting with this is it's so much easier to show up for myself. If I just show up for myself as my brother, for some reason in times, like without this inner, what was coming, what was precipitating for me as you were sharing, that was this inner reconciliation that's almost required and just how deep that word reconciliation really runs. Um, and perhaps there's a whole conversation to be have as within, as with, so without, and, you know, perhaps how we treat some of the indigenous cultures that we interact with. But, um, you know, in terms of really like just showing up for myself as my brother, you know, like if I was treat, if I was showing up for Panash and I had a, you know, I had a 6am appointment, it'd be like, bang, I am here. We're ready to go at 6am live. I'm on it, you know, but if it was like, oh yeah, I've got a 6am appointment with Amrit, it's like, cool, but Amrit's pretty chilled, you know, let's push it to 6.30, you know, and it's like, but wait, hang on a sec, why would you, and, you know, this is a bit gross and mundane in its example, but I think it speaks to the point, which is, you know, it's so much easier that we kind of 
flake on ourselves um and we you know we're harder on ourselves many times as well you know it's like the voice that i use to basically criticize myself is never a voice that you know i would use to criticize someone else and i've obviously done work in myself to continuously you know soften that and and do that but i know it's present for so many people and i i'm even too bro like with you like i don't even think it's about working on yourself anymore I think it's just about being able to meet yourself where you're at in the moment. And, and I think that sometimes like personal development, spiritual development, like we have this hierarchy of states or these optimal ways of being, but, but what we're doing is we're invalidating who we are in the moment. Mm. And, and I don't want you to do that to yourself. I don't want any human being to do that. I, I don't want your transformation to become yet one more source of suffering for you. You know, we, we already have enough going on on a daily basis where, for example, we get angry, right? But instead of experiencing it consciously, and instead of being able to just meet that energy inside of us, maybe it comes out at somebody. And at that point, then we feel bad, we feel horrible, you know, because, because we know in our hearts that that's not the optimal way of being, right? Or we just get overcome by sadness, or we just get overridden by fear. And, and I think that the, the most important thing, especially for you, because you're, you're like, I just love you, right? So, so the thing for you the most is that you're, you are that 6 a.m. You know, version of yourself where you get up and, and you really matter and you really take care of you. And, and I think the big pivot point, too, is that when you realize that you're enough, you realize that you matter just as much as everybody else. Mm. You know? and, and, and I know that that's really made a difference for me. You know? like I, you know, I take time for myself. I take care of myself. I think after the Oprah appearance, I was so out of shape and so not. Uh, connected to my physical body, you know, I'd always lived in this kind of transcendent state. I wasn't really paying attention. When I had kids, all of a sudden I had to start paying attention to my physicality because I'm going to be here for them. Mm. You know, I, I want to be available for them, you know? And so I, I literally, as a result of that experience, um, hired a sergeant from the army to come and train me every day. He was a combat trained medic. And the reason why I hired him is because I knew he wouldn't let me die. Yeah. Like no matter what happened, <laughs> no matter what happened, right? Or what, what he had me do, I knew yeah. he'd be able to, to resuscitate me. So, yeah. so there was a method to the madness. Hardcore, oh, I, I love it. Yeah. And, and I, I, I enrolled in this boot camp experience. And the reason why I enrolled in this boot camp experience was because I needed to once again be reacquainted with my ability to take care of my own health and well-being you know and to reprioritize that and to focus on that and so again for all of us just know that you know yeah you're going to come into contact with a book you're going to read the book okay and the book is an invitation into a deeper experience of feeling like you're enough inside but also you know there are support materials that you can engage with to help you go through that because I'm honestly, this is the most important transformation that any human being can go through. Because even when I hear you say that, like, to me, it's like, you know, what? Like, it, it doesn't, like, I can't even <laughs> comprehend what you just said, that, that you wouldn't show up for yourself in the same way that you would show up for other people, because you're so loving, bro. Like, <laughs> so at that point, it's like, okay, great. So this is why I wrote the book. Mm. And this is why I've created everything that I have, because we, we, we can't forget about ourselves and, mm. and focusing on ourselves, focusing on our well-being, realizing that we're enough, realizing that we deserve to be healthy, we deserve to be happy, you know, we deserve to be abundant. 
like all of those things are good things. They're not wrong. They're not bad, you know, and that, that in and of itself provides us the entry point into the experience of being enough. Thank you so much for sharing that. One of the biggest things that's been sitting for me is that exact dialogue, you know, like I often sometimes like, I guess just oscillate again. We're talking a lot about my oscillations today, um, but oscillate between the, the, the exactly what you're articulating in terms of there is this journey of personal development, which is, you know, mm. yes, you know, like there is this striving and man, I can't, I can't tell you how much that just that simple sentence that you shared, I'm going to paraphrase it, but I'm going to listen back and listen to the way you said it because um, just articulating that I don't want, your transformation to be another point of challenge, another point of suffering for you. And that is something I've been trying to wrap my head around, you know, is that this, this innate, the fact that we're here, you know, like this miracle of life, like skin cells, articulating, individuated, able to comprehend thought and connect is just a blessing. And on the other side, it's like, okay, but then I've got all this personal development to do. Like I'm growing, I'm learning, I can better myself. And then somehow there's like this, it seems like there's a juxtaposition in there um which you were just speaking to but then is there really a juxtaposition there or is it like a like a de-layering a remembering of who we are is actually what our real personal development is actually about it depends where you're uh, engaging in it from so mm. if you're engaging in it from i'm broken i need healing and i need fixing and there's something wrong with me then it's being driven by fear and then the problem is that that's why we experience the dissonance and that's why our transformation in and of itself becomes a source of suffering because we're starting from a place of deficiency. And, and more often than not, like that's what's happening is there's something wrong with me and broken. I can't be in relationships. There's a lack of intimacy. Why can't I make the money I deserve to make? What's wrong with my health and well-being? And all of a sudden, like we're coming from this place of deficiency. You know, we're being that first mother. You know, and, and in some ways we're being judgmental and condemning of ourselves. And what's worked for me, and I can't say that this is going to work for everyone, is that I, I like to remember that it's called evolution. And, and that evolution is happening over the context of the timeline of my life. Mm -hmm. uh, and it doesn't all need to happen right now. So, so the piece that I'm meant to get, like even being with you, like in this interview, like I'm getting so many pieces from me. Like that's the gift. So when we're just available for being at the point in our development that we're at, instead of shooting off into some future version or some future potential or possibility, or continually condemning the past version and judging and criticizing. But if I can wholeheartedly just be available with you, then this right here is evolution. This right here is personal development and spiritual development because we're exchanging energies and ideas for the betterment of each other. Mm. And that's transformation. And when we experience it that way, at that point, there's no suffering because we realize that everybody's a messenger. Everybody's contributing to us. And, and the main thing that we have to do is just be available to receive what's being shared. You know, I love my interviews with you because every time I get together with you, like I learn something. Like, I, I walk away a better father, a better husband, like I, a, a better parent. Like, you know, I, I walk away uh, being able to navigate business in a better way a more effective way or, or even my own health and well-being and and this is like like this is transformation right it's not pushing and striving and attaining you know and trying to make something happen right but it, it, and here's the thing bro like even if you nailed all those outcomes and you were able to do it in the way that you think you need to do it because there's something wrong you wouldn't be enjoying it 
and, and, <laughs> and you wouldn't receive the you wouldn't receive the benefit from it because what's driving you is this place of deficiency and again this is why i wrote the book you know we have to understand mm. that the version of us that we are in this moment is is enough mm. like we have to come to the we have to find a place of peace around who we've become and 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 here's the cool thing like when we can actually be at peace with who we've become we relax into who we are thank you so much for that and so if we had a let's just say this virtual remote that i could press play on and i could also press fast forward on and let's just press fast forward on it and we're 20 years into the future and everybody's read you are enough right um and this message of what you just shared that yeah we can drop back into our inner peace and just express that right um what does the transformation as a collective look like for us in your humble opinion well you know uh, the answer to that question is if we could all just become a little more peaceful inside and operate from harmony a little bit more maybe the world would experience that more in a, in a broader context and and i i really believe that we're and i don't want to get too far out there i just want to really keep it close to our hearts because that's just where we connect Mm-hmm. But just to give people a context is that the reason why the world is in the state that it's in is because we as human beings don't feel like we're enough. So we're overly consuming, we're overly developing, we're overly producing, we're overly pushing, we're overly... ...don't feel connected to ourselves. And so just imagine, finally... In 20 years, whatever, let's just say 20 years, because you asked me the question in the context of 20 years, but just imagine in 20 years that human beings could be even 10% slightly more peaceful. What would the state of the world be? My hope is that in people reading this book and going through the boot camp experience that I've created and tapping into all of the adjunct materials that we put together specifically to deliver that experience of you are enough, Mm. that people are able to fundamentally come into a place of seeing themselves as the love that they are, as Mm. the source of what they're looking for, where they start to value themselves, you know, and and that harmony, of course, as you know, because you and I have explored these concepts in lots of different ways and through lots of different avenues and, and lots of entry points, is that oneness is a reality, right like we're interconnected like in case you didn't know that you know that now right we're, we're all interconnected and so just imagine the power of like Amrit of you becoming peaceful and, and just imagine if throughout the course of 24 hours let's just for argument's sake say that you could be peaceful for two of them mm. what would happen i mean let's just look at the body all of a sudden we'd step out of fight or flight we'd stop dumping adrenaline and cortisol into our bodies. We would allow the body to do what it's designed to do, which is heal itself, right? We would provide the body the conditions that it needs to regenerate and rejuvenate, which we're not providing the body right now because we're on this perpetual hamster wheel of becoming. Mm. And so 20 years from now, bro, we'll do this again and we'll see what happened, if anything. But, but I'm not going to say that 
it's going to happen because of this book. I'm just going to mm. say that it's going to happen because that's what's meant to happen on behalf of all of us. Mm. Is that the end result of realizing that we're enough is that we become peaceful in ourselves. And, and then we begin to bring that authentic part of us into the world, into the, into the fullest of expression in the world so that we can make whatever impact we're here to make just through our connection and through our willingness to fully be ourselves. I think that brings it home to really being and just uh, embracing that. And that's a really timely reminder for me personally. I've uh, just been recently tuning into, and I think it was really um, just watching you navigate um, how you, or just in this conversation, how you reminded me to bring me back home before we started talking about what was out there, um, just because what is close to the heart is, is what is most relevant in that given moment, um, was really instructive just as a way to, to start uh, articulating that to me. Because recently I've been feeling that, you know, and this is probably a consequence of just some of the conversations I've been having um, on the podcast, but also with um, other, other people in my circles in terms of there are some real serious challenges on the planet and just how much people are berating the existence of human beings in terms of these challenges are human human challenges you know and the fact that if there weren't human beings on the planet the planet would be flourishing in a different way maybe the biology would be thriving better um, species wouldn't be eradicating so fast but i think that sort of brings this challenge for the for me at the time which is like actually this human condition is quite interesting um but then reconciling that with actually uh-huh but it's also the condition, whereas my internal reconciliation is, you know, actually, no, that's, that's not true. You know, it's, I've just got to come back home so that we can yeah. reconcile all this stuff that we're doing now. Yeah. yeah, I love that word because the more we reconcile what's inside of us, the less we have to recycle it. Mm. And so this is a way that we get off of the hamster wheel of unconscious creation, you know, is by realizing that we at some point have to mature into being responsible for every experience, for every energy, for every outcome and circumstance, because in oneness, life is as we are. So when you're a victim, life is happening to you, right? It's everyone else's fault. Mm -hmm. When you, when you start to become empowered, life is happening for you, but that's only your half fate to that point. In oneness, life is happening as you, that's when you fully mature into who you are. At that point, you become accountable and responsible for every experience and for every energy in the world because you realize that you're the source of it, that it's all you. And, and then here's where it gets really cool. When you can look in the mirror and fully embrace everything and everyone that you see as a part of yourself, the only outcome is love. The, the, the only expression that you offer the world is love. You know, you, we don't need to compartmentalize people anymore or put them in this you know, box of acceptable and not acceptable, lovable, unlovable, like we don't have to do to others what has been done to us. We're able to fully integrate who we are at the level of our um, humanity and then express the love that's inside of us fully and freely for all of the world, realizing that everyone's really just doing the best that they can. And, and that the reason why the world looks the way that it does today it's because people haven't been willing to be responsible and accountable for the totality of their experience. And so as human beings, a part of the maturing of this evolutionary cycle is maturing into realizing that we're the source of it all. And once we get that, everything shifts. It's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of weird to say that, but once we get that on an individual level, everything shifts. This is how powerful we are 
as individuals. Mm -hmm. And this is how we transform the collective, not by mm -hmm. tackling everything outside of us. Of course, we need mm -hmm. to lend a voice and of course we need to support, but let's please recognize that the more we embrace it inside of us, the more it disappears outside of us. Thank you so much for sharing that. And so in there, there's this, I love that. And in there, there's this call to surrender almost in what you articulated. And I can totally resonate. And perhaps those tuning in can as well, that, you know, as like finding that I'm enough, you know, there's this, there's this need to sort of drop in and surrender and move into that. Is you called it, you are enough, um, or it was channeled or it was produced. It was the universe. Thank you, Panache. Thank you. Um, as it came through, is that because is you are enough is like the easiest entry point uh, into this element of surrender? Because I've been trying to work on surrender myself quite deeply um, just to sort of, as you like, just allow life to sort of, you know, just what is the emanation of life through the being that is Amrit rather than, you know, trying to push, trying to try strive from a place of not being enough and then kind of, uh, try to drive outcomes rather than okay life is kind of guiding me in a certain direction what is that articulation that the universe wants to express itself through which is myself is you are enough an entry point is it the most potent one for you is that why we're having this conversation today are there other ones that are on your radar as well or uh first of all i just love you and you're brilliant <laughs> uh and and i'm gonna explain why because there, in my working with people, I discovered that there were three main things that they were, three main ways that they were feeling that were invalidating themselves. The first was they felt unlovable. The second was they didn't feel good, good enough. And the third was they felt unworthy. And what I realized was that the most important one was that they didn't feel good enough. And the reason why um, the title was You Are Enough Mm. is because when we when we get that like when we really get that we can let go of the identity when, when we really get that we're enough right then we don't have to play the, the whole ego game anymore and the whole and the whole game of attaining and producing and, and becoming better right and that's not to say that evolution and expansion doesn't occur it just occurs from a different fuel source right what what fuels your expansion at that point is love right and passion not fear and lack and scarcity. And so you are enough. That message and that energy is the exact key that unlocks beingness and oneness mm. for every human being. And so it's absolutely a shortcut into presence. It's not only a shortcut into a presence, but it's a shortcut into having everything that you really want and, and feeling a sense of fulfillment inside. And so you're a genius. That's exactly why I chose that title. And that's exactly why that's the key. And that's exactly why. Great question. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. It's um yeah, it it just it yeah, it just precipitated in the moment to to realizing that. And that that is a profound takeaway just for me in this conversation. And I am I am conscious of the time and the listeners that are tuning in. Panash, um you know, you're, you're taking this book around America. Um, you know, there are people that are tuning into, you know, this message and I'm really, you know, just from one brother to another, like just, you know, having these conversations, I can't tell you how uplifting it is just to sort of feel that this work, you know, is finding its way, 
you know, to me, it just means a lot that you're willing to show up, be vulnerable and the humility that those tuning in can also feel it. You know, it's just such a blessing to always share time and space um, with you. And in that, you know, is, is, uh, is it just America that's being graced at the moment with the, with the, the energy of the book or we can buy it all around the world? What's the best way to get in touch with this book? I think initially um, it's going to be a U.S. rollout and then it's going to expand beyond that. It's already being bought in uh, different languages. Uh-huh. And so just stay tuned because I, I feel like there's a point in the life of every author or musician or creative where there's a body of work that comes through them. And that body of work was the body of work that they were born to allow to flow through them. And I feel mm-hmm. like this book is that. Yeah. And so just stay tuned because I feel like there's, there's going to be an expansion and the ripple effect of the book and the messaging mm-hmm. uh, out into the broader world at large. The difference is that I'm at a point now where I really just don't have any attachment to it. I, I just hope in some small way uh, as a human being who loves other human beings, as a father, uh, as a husband, as a son, as somebody who wants the best for people, that it resonates with you. And that in it resonating with you, that will then create the opening for me to come to other places and share. And, you know, uh, I absolutely would love to come to Australia. And New I was just about to say, we'd love to have yeah. you. <laughs> no, I would love to, you know, because, because actually yeah. the funny thing is that I have so many people from Australia and New Zealand that are so connected to the message, so connected to me. And yes. I feel so humbled, you know, and I want to meet everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, my I would love to look at everyone in their eyes and hug them and meet them. <laughs> You know, because I'm just so grateful for everybody. And so I'm sure at some point there's going to be a broader tour. Uh, right mm-hmm. now it's a, a very extensive U.S. tour. And yeah. uh, it begins on March the 1st. And if you yeah. are in the U.S., you can go to Eventbrite and get your tickets to any of those events. And um, the main thing for me is if any part of this has resonated with you, mm-hmm. please get the book and start to dive into the material that's there. And if there's any desire to really embody this, then get the support materials that I've created because I want you to get that you're enough so that then you can receive all of life's blessings and you can finally give up the need to prove that you're good enough, to prove that you're worthy and to prove that you're deserving. How about we just relax into the fact that we are and that within us is this incredibly loving place that we can extend to ourselves in every moment. Don't worry about you know, the future and outcomes in the future or becoming somebody, just meet who you are now. And then that part will take care of itself. And so I am um, just so grateful to be able to build for this body of workout and to uh, be able to travel and apparently now come to Australia, thanks to you and New Zealand. So uh, anyway, I'm excited. And uh, <laughs> let's see how everything rolls out. And uh, the other determining factor too, bro, was, which was the big thing was that you know, now Celeste is five mm. and she's doing well, right? So, you know, this has been, this has been a four and a half year journey for myself and mm. my family. And yeah. we're finally at a point where we are out of crisis, mm. you know, we're, we're out of that, you know, constant vigilance around her and her health and well-being. And so I have a greater comfort level now in traveling and being out in the world. So stay tuned. Stay <laughs> I love tuned. that. I love that. It's so exciting. And, uh, I just want to thank you for being here today. But just before I do, is there any any last any last sharings? I feel like every time I hear you speak, it's you know I'm the penny's still dropping home. But is there anything else left that you wanted to share? Just quickly before I tie it off this episode, 
I did want to say, just if I may sort of ask you a question and then jump in. <laughs> is um is just yeah, like I'm I'm really grateful to be just um like humbled again, just to be on some part of a journey. Like I know the, the tour's going around the US with the book at the moment, but just, you know, again, just this podcast reaching those that are down under and now we've got a you know a following all across the world at the moment. Um but it's just really humbling for me to just be able to contribute this work for you know perhaps where you can't go you know this podcast can so i'm really grateful for that yeah. in this moment thank you you know i just i would just like to to talk to you on it please if you don't mind for a few moments because because here's the amazing thing about you like you and i met in croatia and Pula, and the, the amazing thing about you is that you have this amazing childlike enthusiasm for life and this this zest the knowledge and the wisdom and to really share the best that you can into the world. And, and I just want you to know that I love that about you. And I also understand sometimes how hard it can be to be that person and to put information out constantly and to do these podcasts and to do all of these different things. And I get the challenges that are involved with that. But what I want you to know, bro, is that I would love you even if you didn't do any of this. That, that for me, my love for you isn't based in what you're doing. It's not based in anything that you will ever create or put out into the world. It's just love for you and who you are as a human being in this moment. And, and that's how it's been since I met you. And that's how it's going to be for the duration of our lives. And, and I'm just grateful for who you are as a human being. You know, and, and I think we really have to take the time to honor people for who they are as human beings. You know, uh, Kobe Death's Kobe Bryant's uh, passing, you know, and, and all of the things that are happening in the world, you know, are a wake up call for us to honor each other and give each other our flowers while we can still smoke. You know, and I just don't want to miss this opportunity to thank you on behalf of myself and every guest that's ever been on this podcast, on behalf of everyone that's tuning in, that's ever been impacted by you or affected by you or in, in some way inspired by you, bro. Like, I don't want another moment to go by without you receiving that acknowledgement because this thing called life is so precious and we have to do it while we have the opportunity. So on behalf of me, every guest you've ever had, everyone that's listening to this podcast, like, bro, as a human being, you're a gem and we love you. And you know what? Just have our full support and blessings. And, and even, and again, this is just based on who you are as a human being. It's not even about what you're doing on a daily basis. And that's the essence of everything. That's it right there. There's a real piece of me that wants to articulate how difficult that is to digest just because it's so humbling. But my truth is that even that is a mechanism of deflecting gratitude and not really settling into it. I have to admit, if I'm completely vulnerable in this moment, um, it was energizing, refreshing, and really incredible to receive that. Um, it just felt, yeah, the unconditional nature of love. Thank you so much for your blessings, brother. Thank you so much for seeing me. Thank you so much for just holding space for me, just being me. Thank you. 
Alrighty, so thank you <laughs> for being here today. But as always, it's never just a day's work. We know that it's also <laughs> the last four and a half years, and I'm really grateful, Cecilia, as well now, and you're available, you know, to to explore your journey, but also just the the grace, you know, for me you know, a big part of life and again, the surrender, the trust, but also, you know, there's a bit of definitely think it's peppered with a bit of grace in there as well. And just the grace that, you know, has been afforded to us to have this conversation today, but also the the body of life's work that's, you know, and just that's gone through in your life that's happened, but also your presence to sort of be present with it and sort of what is this teaching me? What is this informing me? What is coming through me because of this? Um, I'm extremely grateful for that and as always brother (laughs) wishing you all the best on all your adventures and all the ventures that come through that and just yeah thank you so much for being love and reflecting love right back to us at all times thanks bro love you Hey tribe, thanks for tuning in to another fun, enlightening episode of the Inspired Evolution. I've been loving all the feedback and personal stories of love, uh, health and growth. Your feedback and stories are incredibly welcome. The easiest way to connect with me is via my website, which is www.amrit-sandu.com. You can leave me a message or a comment. It's one of my highest values to connect, so I love to connect and love to hear from you. You can also find me on Facebook, Amrit Sandu. And if the content has been resonating with you, you can help the Inspired Evolution out in a big way by liking the YouTube channel, subscribing to the Inspired Evolution, or the Facebook page, like that please, at the Inspired Evolution, or by leaving a review on iTunes if you're on an Apple device. And also, if the Inspired Evolution episodes are inspiring an evolution within you, or you can feel the inspiration is valuable for your team to evolve to the next level, you can head on over to www.amrit-sandu.com to see how the Inspired Evolution can help you and your team thrive. Much love, tribe. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 